0: I've been involved with art shows and so forth, and I've really gotten to know quite a few artists, and they just see things we just don't see. So if you listen to them and see them, you may be getting into this big secret that art is pretty cool.
1: Hi. Welcome to season two of the Arts Access Florida podcast. I'm your host, Malika Hollis. Each episode, we amplified the voices of the diverse art nonprofit organizations in our community. Conversations, community, and connection is right here on the Arts Access Florida podcast. Support for Arts Access Florida comes from Community Foundation Tampa Bay. Championing philanthropy, encouraging and connecting givers to bring lasting good, investing in education and economic mobility. Learn more at cftampabay.org. That's cftampabay.org. Today we chat with the director of the Palm Harbor Library, Jean Coppola. Jean is a champion of art and believes wholeheartedly that having access to art is essential in enhancing and creating a well-rounded person. Here on the Arts Access Florida podcast, we couldn't agree more. We chat about how their library is not just a library, but an art-centric center, and moving the art scene forward in the Palm Harbor area. Jean, thank you so much for joining us this morning. The Palm Harbor Library is more than just a library. It's also a full art center. Would you mind describing that to us?
0: Absolutely. Uh, A Public library is a public library is a public library, what Gertrude Stein probably would say, but it's not true. All public libraries differ uh, depending upon the community it serves, the temperament of the uh, what's required by the governing boards and the philosophy of the library director. Here at Palm Harbor Library, we are in a unincorporated community, which is extremely important to know. There is no city infrastructure here. So we are really allowed to do a little bit more here than what you may be able to do elsewhere. And uh, and because of that, I've taken advantage over the past few years to, to take that course, to make this library more of a, an art-centric type of facility, meaning that, we are here not just to provide normal public library services, but also to be here to actively promote and support the visual and performing arts, which I think is extremely important in our society. Mm-hmm. Uh, math and science, as, as important as they are, the arts, in my opinion, plays as an important role. And unfortunately, it doesn't get praised that, that it should. Uh, one of my roles here is, is to do something about that because I think really people really do appreciate the art. Sometimes they don't realize it and, and they do And We have that opportunity to provide a lot of different services and, 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 and we're moving in that direction uh, actively as well as uh, passively
1: how do you feel that art has personally impacted you? Because I've recently been reading this book and I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called The Artist's Way. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: it's basically about helping everyone, every single person realize the artist inside of them. Because some people think only certain kinds of people are artists, but artists really is a term for being creative and everybody can be creative. So I am interested to know how has art personally impacted you and what has- made this be something you've wanted to make a career out of?
0: Well, uh, frankly, it doesn't hurt when you're a Pisces like I am, and we love yeah. the arts. But besides that, <laughs> uh, I have found, and I frankly, uh, to, be, to be quite honest with you, I didn't realize how much I enjoy art and how much it impacted me until I, I was older. Uh, maybe that comes with age. I don't know. Maybe I took it for granted when I was in my 20s and 30s, but I find that art it's it's just a, a, a beautiful thing to see, to be immersed, to do. And art can take in a, a lot of different uh, uh, directions. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right. I think there's creativity in all of us, whether we allow it to get out or to embrace it or, or whatever, uh, is up to each one of us. And I guess that's one of the things we're trying to do here at the library is to give people of all ages, children, um, young adults, teens, adults, and so forth, the opportunity to to be uh, embraced by the arts, to, to be involved with the arts. And being creative, it can mean just about anything at all. Yep. Give an example, uh, my assistant, Kathy, uh, she's a miniaturist. She makes these wonderful little things that are so tiny that would drive me crazy and they're a <laughs> work of art. And they, they really, really are. Um, so what I have find is, is that it's it's given me an extra, art has really added a lot to my life. It's given me a great, great appreciation to look at life. You know, if you ever work with artists, <laughs> you're a special breed, man. Yeah. They, see, they see the world so differently from everybody else. I've been involved with art shows and so forth. and I've really gotten to know quite a few artists. And they just see things we just don't see. So if you listen to them and see them and, and, and network with them, you may be getting into this big secret that art is pretty cool. There's a lot of great stuff out there, even though uh, regardless of where, what, what you would see. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's impacted me greatly in so many ways. And I feel more fulfilled.
1: That's great. I I, I think I agree. I think, you know, I grew up uh, dancing a lot and mm-hmm. I had parents who played a lot of instruments and music. And I feel like it added like, a, I don't know, a sensitivity to me that maybe I wouldn't have had if I hadn't been involved in so many arts and met so many artistic people. I think mm-hmm. um, art can make you a little bit more A little bit more empathetic and a little bit more understanding of people around you because you 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 find yourself around more people and more diverse people usually so I think that's another really important reason why art should be for everyone oh yeah I I, I could
0: agree more with you you you, you hit it right on the head I, I
1: agree so at the Palm Harbor Library you guys also have a lot of different things that you offer, like, for example, you have a children's art center. Would you mind explaining just some of the different programs that you have going on there?
0: Right off the bat, um, we have the children's art makerspace, uh, like you just mentioned. That particular area, we carved out an area in the children's area where children are allowed to come in up to a certain age. I think it's six, seven, something like that, or eight. When they can go in, in this area, Parents are not allowed in this area. They're not allowed to tell no kids chance. what to do with art. We allow the children to create their own art. We give them all kinds of stuff, like googly eyes and all kinds of stuff. They create their own thing. We have easels in there for uh, for them to paint and whatever. They create their own thing, and they have a great, great time doing that. But some of the other things we do actively... Uh, with your library card, we allow, uh, you can borrow uh, instruments, musical instruments, all kinds of things. Uh, and, and as a SNL aficionado, yes, we do offer cowbells. So you can borrow <laughs> that with your library card. Also, we have an art book club at the local art museum, leap Museum of Art, where we meet there every other month. Um, my uh, head of youth services goes over there, too, and does a children's art uh, story time. Uh, we also have an outside sculpture uh, that years ago Pinellas County uh, through their art council was able to provide to us. It was a $50,000 grant. And I wanted to make sure it was outside and lit so you can see it 24 hours a day, making a statement that this is a place for art. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a juried art area where we work with the Lee Barrett and the Museum of Art's uh, curator, art curator, and she helps us pick artwork throughout this area that is juried quality, and they were on display for a couple of months. Uh, We also have murals on the outside of the library. We had a muralist paint uh, some local uh, scenes on the the north side of the building, and recently we had a a palm tree painted on the west side of the building, so we're attracting uh, murals in that way. And recently, since we don't have a city and we rely on the county to help us out in some regards, Creative Pinellas provided assistance last year when we sponsored spacecraft. Spacecraft was this uh, genius idea where these artists purchased these two shipping containers and made them into art areas where they were planted uh, on a parking lot where you can walk through it and they provided all kinds of art activities for kids and adults. It was one of the coolest things we ever saw. Didn't cost oh, wow. us a dime. We had it right on the parking lot. Very, very cool. Also, in addition to that, we do have the uh, Artful Evening, which is uh, an annual fundraising event where we have 10 artists, uh, uh, not just exhibit, but demonstrate their artwork. Uh, so you can do come up close and really get together with the artists and see what kind of work that they do. And it doesn't hurt that we have a 15 piece uh, swing band at night. NICE, so that, that really helped out. So that, was, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot. Yeah, of That fun. sounds fun. And, you know, we have a few other things, but that just gives you an idea that. Uh, oh, and the other thing I, I want to mention, too, it's yeah. a new endeavor we created. Um, I, and I may have told you this previously, but I'm very anti beige and tan I mean, those colors are just so boring. When you go to a public <laughs> library, it's just, oh my God, it's like the kiss of death. So what we've done here at the library is whatever we can do to make it as colorful as possible. But one area that eluded me for a long time, but now we've been able to resolve it. When you go into a library, you see those large book ranges. And at the end of each book, Book range is what they call an end panel, you know, that holds up the range, and right. it's usually the simulated wood grain look to it, which is oh my god, it's just horrible to look at, as far as I'm concerned. So what I came up with an idea, and it really worked out well. We work with a local company, and on several of our new end panels of our book ranges, we now have art wraps. What we've done is we picked a, an artist in public domain and had one of his or her paintings put on the end panel. So now you see art at the end of the book ranges so it makes it even more colorful so yeah and we're putting on we're going to put on a qr code to let you know who the artist is and their works and stuff like that so uh, so we are looking at doing a lot of things like that
1: i like that i'm picturing it in my brain because all libraries kind of have a similar look and i haven't seen that before so that's really cool While you're enjoying this episode of Arts Access Florida, we want to tell you about another podcast we think you'll like. The Zest is WUSF's podcast about food in Florida. We explore food history, chat with award-winning chefs, and more. Listen at thezestpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. back to the children and their kind of art exploration so they have complete free reign when they're in there absolutely so they know there's no rules they just have them come in and say create whatever you want correct Ooh, that's very fun they probably yeah. love they probably love that um why do you think instilling art in children is so important instilling that kind of like autonomy like just create what you want there's no rules whatever comes to mind is good
0: It's extremely crucial to have art in your lives. And I wish it was instilled in me at a younger age, frankly. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say that is as important as math and the sciences are, and they are extremely important, of course. I truly, truly believe that you cannot be a well-rounded citizen unless you also include art in your lives. That gives you a total perspective of your community. Art and science is play, I mean, uh, math and, and science do play an extremely important role in what we do as a society. But art is what makes, gives the quality of life to a community. Mm-hmm. And art can take in various forms. And, and we need to get it done early with children, especially if you go to a lot of schools, art departments, and I hate to say uh, library services, are the first things to be cut. And because they're not seen as important as the other classes, not to say they're any better, but I say they're as important. So what we're trying to do is to fill in the void of those areas where art has been abandoned by schools, not out of of choice, but out of necessity. And we're trying to fill that void. I honestly believe if you expose a child to the arts, dancing, as you were saying before, painting, playing music, whatever it may be. I truly believe it enriches a child's life and it gives them added value to their life. And eventually, hopefully, added value to the community where they grow up. It's extremely important. And that's what we're trying to do here.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. I think think that one, one thing that I thought of while you're talking is, you know, I remember in school, you know, taking math and science and history and English and all those things were, you know, I, I was one of those kids who kind of liked school. Um, I, I just like learning, but mm-hmm. art is the, probably the, I took a lot of art classes. I took guitar, I took ceramics, I took sewing, I took, I was in musical theater and art is the only class that's mostly subjective. Like there's no, mm-hmm. you know, most classes have set rules and they set knowledge and facts. And I think having something subjective that you're working on and doing every day is important because life is very subjective. Like I think often with life and the issues that we have every day is people are trying to put rules on other people in certain situations. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's not really realistic because everybody has a different view of the world. So I agree that I think, getting involved in any kind of art, not right. even necessarily just the ones that are the first to come to mind can be really right. helpful in expanding your mind and your growth as you get older. Right. And so since this is something you're so passionate about, what does changing the current art scene in the Palm Harbor area look like to you?
0: I don't think maybe changing is it so much as making more people aware of what we can do. Uh, if you look at Pinellas County right now, the hot spot—and deservedly so—is St. Pete. Oh mm-hmm. my God, what an art mecca that is! I, I salivate at the idea. If I was a library director down there, I would be doing so much involved with the art scene. But I operate in North County, and there's a lot of great stuff happening up in North County. I think mm-hmm. just people need to be made and more aware of. For example, there's a lot of great stuff happening in Dunedin. A lot of great stuff. They have the art, Dunedin Arts. Uh, I think it's the Art Council, I forget what the name of the group is over there, but there's some wonderful artists in underneath. There's some wonderful artists living right here in Palm Harbor. I think one of the problems that we have here in North County, which I'm trying to, to help is that Since we're unincorporated, as I mentioned before, and Mm -hmm. we are not part of any kind of city infrastructure to give us support, we have to rely upon the county to give us any support at all. And I was very, very happy to see the public artwork on the intersection of uh, Belcher and Alderman very cool piece, very, very cool piece. And I just wish there was more public art up here. I just wish there was more venues and opportunities to promote mm-hmm. and support the arts other than, uh, besides our library, of course, uh, Leigh Museum of Art, which is a, a wonderful institution. Uh, we are trying to do more here. We're kicking off a brand new uh, program. We're doing this on a quarterly basis in our library's activity center. We're calling it the Library Lounge. And what it is, it's a quarterly, after hours event small venue for maybe 25 30 people you have to register for it and then uh, we're having in uh, June we're having bossa nova music in September we're going to be having Beatles night on the guitar and then December we're going to have a harpist uh, playing holiday music so we're we're going to try to do that after hours cafe thing and that's just another way we're trying to create but I really love to see more Opportunities for people to come in and really enjoy the arts. We don't have a Dali Museum here, we don't have the Museum of Fine Arts, but we do have the Liboradna, which is a great, great institution. So maybe not so much changing, but maybe making more aware of the rich culture and art that we do actually have here.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and I would love to see more public art if, it's a, if that becomes available.
1: Um, How can people find you? Where are some places that they can go? They can go to your website. Um, Is there any other places that they can find out more information about what you guys have going on?
0: Well, first of all, our our website address. Very difficult to remember, so make sure you write this down. www.palmharborlibrary.org. So (laughs) just go there. You'll find everything that you need to know. Physically, we are located at 2.0. 330 Nebraska Avenue, very colorful. You'll see the sculpture, you'll see the murals. Yeah, it's a can't miss type of thing. Um, but the, our website is probably the best thing. And then we have this wonderful new road sign, which you have some great graphics and whatever. So I'll let you know a lot of activities that's going on over
1: there. So Jean, I hear there's a special event happening on April 1st
0: believe it or not, we're having our open house on April 1st. I I blame, I have to blame my, the founder of our library that we were founded on April Fool's Day, but you know, that's the way it goes. But believe <laughs> it or not, on April 1st, this library will be celebrating 44 years of service on our own. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it's very cool because it's kind of interesting. We're, uh, We are in a county facility, in a county building, but we are not operated by the county. It truly is is a community library where it's supported through local tax dollars and by the community members. It's it's an amazing thing that we've done together as a a group. So yeah, 44 years, we're uh, open house from 5 to 7 p.m. We're inviting everybody to come in and look at your library, look at what you're supporting and uh, love to meet you and uh, shake your hand.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Gene, for being on the podcast today, and we really appreciate your time. Gene cares so much about the arts and is really making change in his community. You can find the Palm Harbor Library at 2330 Nebraska Avenue in Palm Harbor. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the Arts Access Florida podcast. You can find more information on today's guests in the show notes. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by searching Arts Access Florida or go to our website, artsaccessflorida.org, to get access to the arts. That's arts, axisf Our show is a product of WUSF Public Media and made possible by our sponsors, Community Foundation Tampa Bay and Gopioff Foundation. A special thanks to our editor, Scott Walkler, and many more who make this show possible. Copyright 2022, WSF Public Media.